Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for a conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. Shayna is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for this national show. Please give it up for Shayna Thornton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, on this awesome Tuesday night. Thank you for joining us. We are just so thrilled you have opted to spend this time with us, and you surely will not be disappointed. You know, this national radio talk show caters to all members of the communities. Let's Talk America brings an array of topics and exclusive guests to the table. Now, we do aim to deliver groundbreaking and original programming that will hopefully influence lives in a very game-changing manner. Our featured conversations are relevant to our national listening audience. Please stay connected with the show and share us with everyone you happen to know. We are excited about our success, and I certainly value your commitment to staying affiliated and connected with this family radio talk show. I love it. Real talk for real people. Real talk for real people. That's our tagline here at the show. Listen in right now to hear from just a few of our dynamic and loyal listeners. Hi, I'm Amy Bradley, the owner and operator of Resume Solutions. We offer resume writing, resume revision, and interview coaching services for clients of all backgrounds and levels of experience. We would love to address your career needs today. Contact us at 843-566-6853. In the meantime, I'm listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Tune in every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hi, I'm Heather Williams, founder of ProFit Mom. ProFit Mom is a monthly feature catered to natural moms who balance mommyhood with staying fit and healthy. ProFit Mom's mission is to reach out to moms and let them know that being a mom, staying fit and healthy, and all while maintaining their natural tresses is doable. As moms, we sometimes neglect our needs and wants and focus all our time and attention on our children. ProFit Moms are here to say, although it's a balancing act, you can do it. To be featured, featured as a first-fit mom, visit us at www.naturallyme35.com. Once again, www.naturallyme35.com. And I'm listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We are so grateful to have you on board each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, do you want to get on the air to say hello? Do you have pertinent community news to share with a national listening audience? Simply email the radio show at letstalkshana at gmail.com. The email again is letstalkshana at gmail.com. One email takes care of everything. Also, please send us your photographs to post on our Wall of Fame page on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. And connect with us officially on Instagram by searching Let's Talk America Radio Show. If you're on the famous Facebook Simply search Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Lastly, connect with us on Twitter by searching SS 
Thornton. Remember, All Else Fails? Simply put the show's name, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton in any search engine, and you are bound to find us. We are on social media because we know you are too. Please connect with us so we can share our messaging. Let's move forward with tonight's show. Tonight's topic is very relevant and timely. We are confronting gang violence. Gang violence on tonight's show. Gangs are all too real. This concept is not a myth. It is not. Tonight we will talk to two leading experts who will confront this critical issue head on. We will talk with the esteemed researcher, Dr. James Howell of the National Gang Center, who will break down the problem, and then we will bring in former gang member and now successful author and speaker, Lisa Dixon, who will share her own journey of dysfunction and healing. Lisa will explain why some young adults may be drawn to gang units in the first place. We have a groundbreaking show for you tonight. Real talk for real people going down right now. You have to stay with us. No one should miss this show. Please bring in the young adults, the children, everyone, because this critical issue affects us all. Connect with your friends right now and tell them it's going down. This show is jam-packed as always, and yet it's only 30 minutes long. So let's keep pushing ahead. Right now, we will go over our words of inspiration for tonight's show. John F. Kennedy, the former president, once said, a child miseducated is a child lost. John F. Kennedy once said, a child miseducated is a child lost. Awesome. Simply be mindful of what we put into our children. I love it. Dynamic words of wisdom, and tonight's show connects to that powerful statement. Let's do our part to foster healthy and successful children by gaining valuable knowledge. Tonight's topic of interest is gangs and gangs violence. Let's bring in our expert guest for tonight's show. I am so honored to welcome our very first guest. Dr. James Buddy Howell has been working in the area of gang research for more than 30 years. He has published more than 40 works on gangs, including a book titled Gangs in America's Communities. His expertise on gangs covers a broad range of topics, including gangs in schools, myths about gangs, drug trafficking, and gang homicide risk factors for joining gangs, and what works in preventing gangs joining and reducing gang crime in the United States. For the past 17 years, Dr. Howell has been a senior research associate at the National Gang Center in Tallahassee, Florida. The center is funded by the U.S. Department of Justice. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, please help me welcome Dr. James Buddy Howell. Welcome to the show, Dr. Howell. How are you tonight? Just fine. Thank you. Thank you for being on with us. I want to get right to it because gangs really affect um, all members of our community. We, we can't live in a box and believe that we're isolated from the issue and concern of gangs and the violence it produces. First and foremost, really break down the issue at hand. Dr. Howell, please explain to our listeners what a gang is. Well, the first thing I'd like to point out is that gangs are often defined too broadly as uh, three or more persons who commit crime together. That's not a, a useful definition. It's too broad and snares a lot of groups that are not bona fide gangs. 
Uh, I'd like to provide a practical definition that's been recognized by the National Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as a reliable youth gang definition. There are five elements in it. First, the group has at least five members. Second, they give their group a name and, and almost always have uh, gang symbols and colors. Third, the group meets regularly and has some permanence. Uh, researchers like to say at least six months. Uh, fourth, they view themselves as a gang and others view them as a gang. And then last, the group's involved in an elevated level of delinquent or criminal activity. Mm, interesting definition and description of what a gang really is. Now, let's talk statistics right now, Dr. Howell. Just how prevalent is gang violence in the U.S.? And how many gangs actually exist out there? And how many participants, according to the official description you just provided? Well, let me first address the gang membership question. Um, only about 8% of youth nationwide uh, belong to a gang at some point in their life uh, between the ages of 12 and 17. But this percent is much higher in cities that have serious gang problems, uh, up to uh, around 30%. Uh, second, gang presence in schools is uh, very important. Uh, from the school perspective, about uh, half of uh, high school students and a third of middle school uh, students across the U.S. say that there are gangs or students who consider themselves to be a part of a gang in their school. Uh, that was in a national survey. Now, looking nationwide at, at gangs that, that are more involved in what we call street crimes, uh, serious, violent crimes such as murder, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, uh, nationwide nearly one-third of all law enforcement agencies in our national youth gang survey say that they have gang problems. And that represents about 3,300 jurisdictions. And that estimate has, has remained fairly stable since 2005. Mm -hmm. But what we see in the survey is that those cities over 50,000 have much elevated uh, level of violence. Yes. And it's even more serious in cities over 100,000 population. Wow. So in other words, it's 8% of individuals and young adults overall, but in larger cities when there is a gang problem, it seems obviously to be much more rampant and much more, I guess, uh, realistic in the terms of what uh, these community members may be seeing on a first-hand basis. Absolutely, and the problem is more persistent in the cities over 50,000 population, mm. and, 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 and particularly more uh, serious and persistent with a larger proportion of homicides no. uh, in cities of uh, more than 100,000 population. About one quarter of total homicides in those larger cities each year are gang-related. Wow, very disturbing figures, Dr. Howell. Thank you for sharing and really enlightening us. Now, unfortunately, Dr. Howell, gangs can affect any community, and you know that um, more so than me being a leading expert in the field. Let's get very specific right now. Now, based off of research, what traits do the typical gang member have in terms of socioeconomics, gender? Uh, I know you explained some about geography, meaning the larger cities, but break it down further for us. Well, first I'd like to 
point out that most kids who display characteristics of gang involvement, behavioral characteristics, I mean, never join. Now, that is about half of the kids who hang out with uh, other gang members who throw gang signs, wear gang colors, never join. They're experimenting with the gang culture, so we need to we need to be aware of that and and uh, to uh, take that uh, possibility into account. Uh, second, uh, the, the 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 typical kid is uh, alienated from their families and schools. Uh, they tend to have personal problems that begin at an early age, such as delinquency involvement, drug and alcohol use, and they tend to associate with with friends who are involved in delinquency. Um, but a large proportion join for social reasons, okay. to uh, be around girls, boys, have fun, use drugs, and so on. Uh, but a large proportion of youth join gangs for protection, uh, okay. for fear of victimization. Uh, but overall, I think it's most important to recognize that Kids join gangs because they are marginalized from families and schools and are looking for an identity. Mm, powerful. So in so many ways, a lot of these children sound like they're vulnerable emotionally, Dr. Howell. Would you agree? Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, there are a number of uh, experiences in their life that uh, render their uh, situation uh, somewhat unstable. Mm. You know, as we uh, begin to wrap up our segment with you, I have to know this. How do prison gangs affect our communities? Well, mostly in terms of uh, increasing the level of violence in gangs to which they return, which may be back to their original community. Uh, but the uh, criminal involvement of uh, prison gangs and their links to local gangs can include drug trafficking as mm. well. Mm, interesting information and very disturbing once again. Once a gang member, what's the odds that an individual can make a full dissociation, full disassociation from the organization at some point in the future, Dr. Howell? Well, first of all, let me point out that most kids who join a gang will be out of it within a year. Okay. It doesn't fit. Uh, they're, they're out within a year on their own volition. Only about 5% remain for four or more years. But kids tend to leave the gang in a gradual process the same way they joined it, by gradual disassociation. Okay. So it is certainly plausible for someone to be fully involved and make a full turnaround or, again, have no association or affiliation with the gang in the future. That's right, but they still carry the gang identity, and okay. that's uh, important to keep in mind. Mm, interesting. So may not be officially an active member, but maybe still speaking the jargon, um, endorsing some of the behavior, especially with younger individuals in the communities, correct? Yes, that's quite okay. Mm, powerful. Uh, we've got to wrap up. We're so thankful you joined us today, a leading expert and researcher. How can our listeners learn more about gangs uh, and provide us information from the National Gang Center? Well, our website URL is www.nationalgangcenter.gov. And the toll-free number is 850-385-0600. Thank you, Dr. Howell, you and the National Gang Center for all of the research and information you provide the communities on the critical issue of gangs. It's my pleasure. Thank you for this opportunity.
Excellent information from Dr. James Howell with the National Gang Center. Again, I want to provide the toll-free telephone number to contact the National Gang Center. It's 1-800-446-09-112. 1-800-446-09-112. Well, right now, let's not waste any more time. Let's bring in the one and only Lisa Dixon. Lisa is a woman who knows firsthand about the culture of gangs. As a young woman, Lisa became involved with a gang herself and would eventually be imprisoned for several years of her life. Today, she stands proud as a woman of substance who has made a complete turnaround. She is a popular and successful author and highly sought-after motivational speaker. She now mentors young men and women in the community. Lisa Dixon advocates against gang violence and domestic violence alike. She stands proud as a community activist in the Atlanta metropolitan area. Listeners of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton, please help me welcome the one and only, the inspirational Lisa Dixon. Hello, Lisa, and welcome to the show this evening. How are you? I am awesome, Shana. How are you? I am fabulous and just excited that you're with us this evening to really shed some light, some sincere and frank light on the critical issue of gangs and the violence it produces. You know, Lisa, your own journey through life has been a true testimony of triumph. You have been very forthcoming about your past involvement with a gang as a young woman. Now, you've obviously come a very long way since your previous involvement with the gang. If you could capture or summarize the most important life lesson, what would it be? Well, one of the, I, I guess, the most difficult lessons I've learned is to value myself. And what I mean by that is we protect what we value. And when you're out there living in the streets, living so reckless, you don't protect yourself because you don't value yourself. Mm, Powerful. Wow. Really value yourself. And I think, Lisa, that is relevant to so many issues that a lot of young people, middle-aged people, and even some individuals with maturity, they find themselves in trouble. And I think a lot of it does go back to a lack of value for self. Would you agree? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, if, it, if, if that was not the case, a lot of young girls wouldn't expose themselves the way they do. A lot of young men wouldn't use derogatory terms toward other other people. But mm. um, uh, and most of that starts, starts in the home. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but it, it, it goes by what we allow our kids to watch on TV. Yes. Mm. Real talk for real people. And we're going to tap into that. Now, according to the FBI and other organizations, Lisa, somewhere around 33,000 gang units exist with um, over 1 million members in the U.S. Now, this issue seems to be very real and prevalent, even in our own backyards, the communities we live in, Lisa. Explain to the listeners why gangs are popular with some youth and adults. And also, please tell us about the type of violence that can be associated with gangs. Well, I think one of the number one um, reasons people join gangs is the illusion of power. Yes. It just it it seems that these these people are you know well put together they're they're running things and the illusion of family and the reason I use the word illusion because it's a facade it's not true they really don't have as much power as everybody thinks they have and and one thing I learned from doing four and a half years in prison is that they're not a family because not one of them came to visit me or done anything for my son mm. you know so it's you know. I'm 
going to get you while I'm going to use you while I can, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember back, you know, you know, back in the day, as they say, you know, uh, gangs, they do, you know, robberies, sold drugs. But now, I mean, they're in the kidnapping, rape, murder. But the biggest problem that I don't even think society sees that gangs are, uh, are doing is the destruction of our youth's future. Mm. You know, uh, especially with minorities. Once they get a record, they can't get a job. They can't get into college. Okay. I mean, they are they are destroying our youth's future. Mm. And that's so powerful to understand that not saying, obviously, there are individuals who have been on journeys like yourself who have made complete turnarounds, and yet you're a successful speaker and Arthur, Lisa. Uh, but it, what you said is very true, that when you get involved with gangs or anything that uh, really can destroy or, or devastating or destructive, you're really setting your future up to be changed. Challenging, correct? I mean, that's just real talk for real people. Oh yeah, my, my nephew. Um, he two months after he turned eighteen, he got thirty years in prison. Mm-hmm. Now, can you know? Can he still turn his life around? Yes. However, the, you know, their journey may not may not be as. I don't want to say easy because my journey was not easy. They may not make it out the same way I did. They may make it out doing 30 years in prison. They yeah. may make it out losing a limb, you know, getting ate up by HIV. You know, everybody's journey is different. Yes. And I, I know a lot of people that did not make it out, and I thank God that I was one of the fortunate ones that did. Mm. Because prison life is no walk in the park, and I think obviously a lot of mature individuals and adults, we get that, but I think a lot of young adults really don't think about the consequence um, and really the isolation from your family when you're incarcerated, correct? Oh yes, it, 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 there's nothing like it. I, I wouldn't. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that we do need prisons. I mean, there's there's some people that's in prison that's cold as a hurricane at sea. Okay. However, I wouldn't wish prison on my worst enemy. It is a experience, life changing experience. Mm, powerful, powerful testimony and uh, words of wisdom from Lisa Dixon. Lisa, what long term effect does violence of any type have on local communities? From what you have seen, what what's the effect that all of this violence and gang association, what does it do to our local communities, to the family units that try to thrive in our communities? Well, for one, it leaves the community feeling powerless because of fear. Hmm. You know, once once you you you, you take taken away my 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 power, I have I feel like I have no control. It destroys the financial value of our community, which ultimately affects our schools. Most schools in the inner cities, because of lack of finances. We don't get quality teachers. We don't get quality materials okay. to educate our children, which eventually eventually leads to the school getting closed. Mm. You know, what, what, what are we left? What's left? Yes. And you have to have a strong educational structure for any community or society. You've got to. You know, Lisa, we have listeners uh, from everywhere out there right now um, on the, you know, listening from Houston, uh, Texas, um, even out of uh, New York, upstate New York right now. How can a community member feel or get empowered to help combat gang violence? Because lots of individuals want to help, uh, but obviously there is a notion of fear that exists. They don't want to really get involved. They don't want their name thrown out there uh, when the police or law enforcement is involved. Because just like most of us know, you know firsthand that, you know, if you get caught up in there, you can become the target of gang violence yourself if you turn on them. What can someone do, the average community member who's tired of seeing the gangs ravish through their homes or they're on their streets? What can they do? Well, first, they need to educate themselves on, the, on whatever gang is in their neighborhood. Um, 
find out what their MOs is, you know, um, what their colors is, and, and, and so on. Um, then they need to uh, solicit their local churches. I mean, I know this is going to sound crazy, but so many of us are not going to the church churches, holding them accountable into these in these communities. The police, believe it or not, there, there, there's more gang members that respect the church more than they respect the law. Okay. And if they just if they uh, linked up with the local churches and um, found safe, they actually call them safe zones in some neighborhoods where they can have uh, meetings with some of these gang leaders. And, and I, I've done it. I've gone and talked to gang leaders and asked them to leave certain kids alone. Yes. And they've done it. It's just, it's just and how you do it. You can't have a pee-pee pulling contest with these people. Okay. You know? And a lot of people are trying to have pee-pee pulling contests with them. This is my neighborhood. Well, the gang members feel like this is their neighborhood. Mm. Wow. So you have you have to use wisdom when, when when you're going at them and link up with the right people. And and actually, I hate to say it, but the law is not always the right pe- the right people because the gangs see the law as the enemy. Hmm. So really, it, it in the old adage of it takes a village. Let's involve everyone and let everyone feel empowered in these civic organizations in the community. Let them also get involved to really try to reach out to these individuals and say, come on, let's pull it together, right? Well, and, and not yet, yet, yes, exactly. Also, we need to invest in our kids, um, like the community centers working with the schools, more after-school programs that's geared at bringing out the, our, our youth's gifts. Mm. You know, not just because they're young black boys that let them play basketball, not because they're just young black girls let them do hair. No, find out what their talents are yeah. and, and, and have programs that's geared at, at um, building up the, 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 those, those things that, that no one else is going to try to do. Yes. Lisa, we are so many questions for you, but we're on a limited time schedule. We're going to have to bring you back. But I want to quickly make sure I get a few points in with you. Now, it's quite apparent that violence is brandished on television, um, and we all know this. Um, and, of course, television is very popular um, with our youth. What can a working parent, and I'm talking about the ones who are working hard, they're trying to provide, to put food on the table, pay the light bill, pay the water bill. What can a practical working parent do to properly address the violence on television? Um, and when I say television, I'm talking about the entertainment tube in general, social media, and also video games. What can they do when they, their kid says, Mom, can I have that video game? And you know there's a lot of violence brandished on there. And you're saying maybe that's just too much manipulation with gang violence that can be going on in the streets. What can a parent do quickly? Well, for one, I think that it's our job to monitor everything our kids the kids do, yes. to, to monitor what they watch, to monitor who they play with, mm. you know, who, who, to, know, to know their friends and not just know their name, to, to, to know what type of grades they get, okay. to know what, what they're doing at their house. That is our job. It's not our job to be our, our kids' friends. Yes. Yes, and that that's number one key is we have to pay attention to what they are doing and what they are watching. Absolutely, and it's, that it's okay if they get mad. Just know you you're not going to have this game. That's it, and that's all. That's right. I don't care in the neighborhood have have it. You won't have it. Mm. Uh, Lisa, quickly, yes or no? Are we as a community are we winning the war on games? That's a yes and a no. Okay. Because it all depends on what area. I mean, uh, again, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm actually originally from Chicago, yes. and they're actually calling Chicago now Chirac, like a mini Iraq. Mm. Mm. You know, and so, I mean, we can look at certain areas. It, it seems as, as, as if we are, but as a Christian, I would say there really isn't a war on 
gangs, there's just, there's just a war against good and evil. However, could we be doing a much better job? Yes, we could. Okay. Before we get out of here, we have to discuss or at least bring up your powerful book titled Free, a moving book, a, a powerful testimony of a journey of a woman who saw a lot. It's a revealing and frank memoir of your own life, Lisa. What do you hope readers walk away with after reading this groundbreaking book? I'm going to say it quickly. What do you want us to walk away with? I would like, first of all, for people to know that you don't have to look like what you've been through. Mm. And and, to, and first of all, to know that there, there are consequences to every decision that you make in life. If you're big enough and bad enough to, to, to make the wrong decision, be big enough and bad enough to deal with the consequences. Mm. And I just want the world to know that not everyone that has gone to prison, sold drugs, uh, done drugs, and been in a gang, not, not every one of them is your enemy. Mm. Mm. People are people. That's you up, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You don't have to even come out smelling like smoke. Mm. Change is very possible, very possible, but it is a journey to get there. Lastly, Lisa, how can our national listeners connect with you if they want to know more about you and your book, Free? Well, they can go to my website, www.areyoutrulyfree.com, um, or they can call me at 678-468-0715, or they can contact me on Facebook up under Lisa Dixon. Lisa, thank you for being a friend of Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Congratulations on all of your work and keep pushing in our communities. Thank you for having me, Shana. Very informative segment with the one and only Lisa Dixon. A huge thank you goes out to both Lisa Dixon and Dr. James Powell with the National Gang Center. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge. Everyone, we shall talk next Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stay connected with the show for leading celebrity experts and also hot topics that are relevant to you and the community. All content original, copyright 2014 by...